Police say eight people were killed before the gunman shot himself to death. Jeremiah Miller was on duty at FedEx when he heard loud bangs. My initial thought was, don't die and escape. But then when I started seeing everybody roll up for midnight shift, I had felt the need to help people. I felt the need to warn people. Police have not released the gunman's identity. They're still working on a motive. What the hell is that? This is the Stone on Air radio show. What would you say you do here? I'm slaying lame and I'm exposing frauds. This is pathetic. This is embarrassing. I have people skills. I am good at dealing with people. There's nothing more pathetic than an aging hipster. What's your deal, man? Yes, my name is Brian. Stone on Air on Nougat Radio 92.7. Like my generation, I have no apologies. Like my generation, yeah. I have all of a sudden been thrown into that. It feels like a Monday kind of situation. Just like, I'm just, I'm just irritated. I'm pissed off. I'm tired of, of things I don't want to do, the things that I have to do. I'm tired of deadlines. The weekend went too fast. I'm groggy. I don't feel like paying attention to real life. That's how I feel virtually every Monday. And that's how I feel today on Nuga Radio 92.7 and Stone on Air. My name is Brian. Keon is here also. Part of the irritation that I have is completely anecdotal and not necessarily interesting to anybody listening to a radio show. Let, let me get the formatics out of the way here. This uh, Stone on Air podcast and radio show, you can download it. Stoneonair.com is the landing page. It will shoot you to the directions that you need to go to download the show if you'd like. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Soon to be Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday uh, here in, in the next month from 10 until 11. Sometimes I wonder how the hell I'm going to get through an hour. And that's just me, you know, being self-deprecating and thinking, I, you know, how, how am I going to, I can always get through an hour. And then there's sometimes I wish I have three hours. And this is the flagship 92.7 in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Keon helps me keep it all together and does great work. And uh, we, I enjoy this hour. I have fun with it. The first reason for being so irritated here all of a sudden is I um, I spent however many m- minutes collectively, probably in the end was around 90 minutes collectively, maybe more like, actually probably more like 120, I don't know, a couple hours over the course of yesterday, not in a row. I don't sit down for two solid hours. I, I do it as I have time. And I do, after leaving radio not on my own account by being uh, told you're done a few years ago, going on five years ago now, from the other piece of crap station in town that nobody listens to. Um, I started to do podcasting only, and I, I realized that it's a completely different animal. It's a different thing. Doing a radio show and a podcast are not the same thing. They're not even kind of the same thing. But I've kind of hybrid them together. So I try to do a pre-planned show, which I know going in that that's a dangerous thing to do because something can come up and just throw everything you were planning and doing into the garbage can. And that's pretty much what's happened today. 
I was in a good mood yesterday. I was thinking, I, I go on my, my day job vacation next week. I moved it to next week. I just took a few days off for, for my birthday week last week. I have so many friends that have birthdays this month as well. Uh, I was going to just fluff around and have some fun. Um, and I'm still going to do some of that, I guess. I'm, I'm going to make up this hour as I go. But so that's irritating in itself. And the reason that it, it irritates me even more is it's because it's a story, a news breaking story in the last 12 hours, however long it's been since the, the news was breaking from Indianapolis, eight killed at a FedEx distribution center in Indianapolis last night. I mean, this is kind of where I was a couple weeks ago after the Colorado shooting at a grocery store where I was happy I didn't have a show the next day because I was able to, to let it simmer and think about it and try to be more respectful about it. Today it was just like, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to lose my damn mind. I'm going to lose my head. I'm going to have a head explosion. And so I've been trying to like, I've been pacing around looking at my news and, or my, my notes to self on the clipboard and my highlighted print-offs here of the, of the stuff I was going to talk about, trying to figure out how I'm going to navigate this hour. Here we go again. Here we go again. If I do stick to the script as it is not really, but to the roadmap, in the second segment of the show, I was going to talk about property values here in the city of Chattanooga and a potential housing bubble in the future. Is that actually a thing? I don't know. Depends on who you ask. Based on a property assessment I got in the mail from our local uh, assessor of property, Marty Haynes. In the final segment of the show, I was going to talk about tax day. That was yesterday, except they've given us a month because of everything sucks. You get an extra month to file your taxes. So that's good for some of us who don't run to file our taxes. This is kind of a reoccurring thing. I've done it many times over the years, right around tax day. Let's talk about taxes. I guess I'll get to those. I don't know. We'll see. But here in the open, I've got a couple of pieces of audio I do want to get to because it is involving this weekend. It's topical with the the closures on I-24. Boy, you don't want to be on I-24 this weekend. So I'll get to that here shortly, probably about five minutes from now. So I'll spend the next five minutes just meandering through it. Columbine shooting is um, the the uh, the anniversary date of that is the twentieth next week. I am a I'm a, a, a this time last year guy, a pay attention to the calendar guy, looking at dates kind of guy. Virginia Tech, the shooting on that campus was fourteen years ago today. Fourteen years. I don't even remember how many people died in that one. A lot. But there are some things I do not care about. There are things I don't care about. And I think more of us would be honest about the things we actually don't care about. We could have a better conversation um, ideologically. Right? Like, if, if you don't care about climate change, just tell me so we don't have to argue about it. Because you want, to be, you want me to be honest with you? I don't really either. I really don't. I recycle. I reuse. I restore. I take that in my personal life seriously. I don't give a damn what you're doing about it. I don't really care about the fossil fuel industry. 
I don't really care about the electric car innovation industry. I, I, I just don't care. So there's no reason for you and me to sit around and argue about that. Trans, gender, sorry, I, I, I don't care. I mean, I get your plight, and I and I I you know I'm sympathetic, but I don't care. Bathrooms, yeah, I'm not concerned with that. Be honest with you, equal pay. I really don't care about that. I, I feel like I've been not fairly compensated for much much of my work my entire life. Regardless of what gender I am, I don't care about equal pay. COVID-19, sorry to say for this entire year, it's not really something I'm that concerned about. I comply, I follow along, I try to be respectful, I try to follow the rules. But I don't really care. The voting law in Georgia, sorry, I really don't care. I don't care that much. I probably should, but I don't. You know what I care about? These damn guns. I've now, this is now three, four, five times in the last two weeks. I'm sitting on here blasting, sorry for the pun, the gun problem issue in this damn country and your stupid, stupid guns. And I work right next door to a FedEx facility, quite literally. It's mind-numbing. I watch FedEx trucks drive in and out from the only window I have in this corporate piece of crap setting I'm in every single day. Soul-sucking existence. It's a good job. Love them. Thank you. Appreciate the, appreciate the gig. But it's a soul-sucking existence every day watching these hundreds and hundreds, quite literally, hundreds and hundreds of FedEx trucks drive by the only window I have every single day. So when I hear about a shooting at a FedEx facility in Indianapolis, it stops me in my tracks. I was listening to it on the way in. I was in a good mood. I got up at a decent time today. I was ready to do a fun show. I, was, I haven't mentioned the damn Titanic, which is something I've been fascinated with my whole life all week on all the anniversaries of that. I had a whole, I had a whole mind full of, of, of useless knowledge that might have interested you, that might have been like, huh, I didn't know that about the time. I mean, we all know it sank. We all know what the, the, you know, we all saw the movie. But so many fun facts about that I was going to spend this open segment on. Sure as hell don't feel like doing that now. That's just a dumb boat 109 years ago. Who cares about the stupid Titanic? So when I see eight more, nine more, 10 more, 25 million, thousand more, umpteen billion, uncountable jillion, I can't help but just lose it. The flagship of the Stone On Air podcast is Nuga Radio 92.7. My name is Brian. He is Keon. I am not a Second Amendment hater. But I'm telling you what, I am get to a point, I get to where I get so angry with this, just to be a jerk about it, just to be an a-hole about it, I'm about to say, you know what, I am coming after your guns. Maybe I am. Biden's not coming after your guns. I am. I'll come take him if I get the opportunity. If the right person gets put in charge in some scenario, maybe I will start supporting that. We got a nation of single-issue voters. It's kind of become almost a, 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 I don't know if it's a problem. I'd say it probably is. A single-issue voter is probably not a good direction. I'm about to go single-issue voter on you. Well, you can't change the Second Amendment. Actually, it's amendment. You can. That's what amendment means. That's what the word amendment means. Change it. I'm not there yet. I got my index finger and my thumb an inch apart. 
I'm about that close to saying, you know what? All right, gloves are off. You can't take our guns. I don't know. Maybe we can. Maybe we can. Stupid guns. All right. Uh, again, I apologize. I do. I do apologize. This is not what I wanted to do. We'll. We'll try. I'll try to get this back on the tracks. A uh, couple of things, real quick, Keon, if we can. I got coolest thing one, coolest thing two. The um, I twenty four is being shut down right over here by Germantown for the entire weekend as they do this massive project called the Accelerated Bridge Construction. And I I urge you to go look at the um, the video online, which I I'll hopefully get on the Facebook page. It's a time lapse. It's fascinating, and um, this is what's happening this weekend. This is from TDOT, uh, today's coolest thing one. This spring, TDOT will replace the twin bridges using Accelerated Bridge Construction, or ABC. The old adage of easy as ABC is a little more complicated, as this method will require the interstate to be completely shut down for up to four weekends to allow crews to utilize all lanes of travel and to work around the clock. During the scheduled closures, Interstate 24 will be closed at Germantown Road. On Friday night, crews will secure the work zone. Then the superstructure of the existing bridges will be demolished and hauled away. Cranes will be moved into position to set the new structures into place. Concrete will then be poured and cured quickly. On Sunday, crews will install temporary barriers, paint lines, and open all lanes in time for Monday morning rush hour. And we'll just leave it at that. We don't even need to do the next one. I'll just do it from a uh, uh, memory so, yeah, don't go on 24 this weekend. Just don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. They've got temporary lanes, uh, exit lanes on the terrace running north and south, or I guess, yeah, that would be north and south, <clears throat> in the East Ridge, Brainerd area. Um, and I've been, I drive, I drive by this every single day. And I've seen these on and off ramps. I'm like, oh, wow, they're going to add extra on and off ramps? That'd be great if they added more. No, they're not doing that permanently. That's the temporary on and off ramps. So for that, I don't know, eighth of a mile stretch, the Germantown Bridge and the Belvoir Bridge, the Belvoir Bridge has been completed. That's going to be completely closed every minute of the weekend, starting tonight at whatever time it is, eight or nine or seven or six, whatever the hell it is, until Monday morning. So... Don't get all pissed off when you get in traffic this weekend because you were warned, you were told, at least if you're listening to the most listened to radio station in the city, you would know. And uh, you're smart, so you are listening and you do know. (sighs) All right. So um, I'll talk about this property assessment that I got and talk about the housing market, I guess, some, a little, I don't know, coming up next. Just so tired. I'm so tired. So damn tired of this. This gun violence stuff. I mean, and you should be too. If you love your guns and you want to hug them and you want to take them to heaven, good for you. Good for good for you. You should be just as mad at me as as I am right now. And if you're not, why? It's Nuga Radio, the flagship of Stone on Air, 92.7. Hang tight. Be right back. Radio 92.7. They're worried that we're going to see the same thing we saw just over a decade ago when faulty subprime mortgages brought the housing market down. Some homes losing half their value. Just ask Google now. The search, when is the housing market going to crash, spiked 2,450% in the past month. Why is the market so hot? Searches doubled in just a week last week. 
And how much over asking price should I offer on a home 2021? That jumped 350%. That last search is the most telling of why the market may be in a bubble. Prices in February up just over 10% year over year, according to CoreLogic, because demand is so strong and supply at a record low. 42% of homes this month are selling for above asking price, according to Redfin, hence the search on overpaying. In other words, buyers are basically just bidding as high as they can to get what they want. Our house is a very, very, very fine house with two cats in the yard. If I had known that the lead story, at least for me today, eight dead, nine dead, however many dead in Indianapolis at a FedEx facility, there ain't no damn chance I'd have Graham Nash's Our House playing. This la, 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 da, da. It feels very out of place. Yeah. Completely out of place. Another reason why I'm so damn irritated. I, 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 I often... Let's reset. 92.7, Stone on Air, Brian Keon. There you go. I don't even know what the hell I was just about to say. But yeah, so the housing market is where it's at. You know, I'll get to that here in just a minute. Evernest is a company that takes care of your home if you're in a rental business. And you don't want to do it yourself. And if you don't want to do that yourself, I would be uh, not, I would not blame you whatsoever because it's a very, very frustrating industry to be in. They'll take that frustration out for you. They have the highest quality tenants. They boast a 1% delinquency rate and they have no hidden management fees. Get a hold of John at 454-3854, everness.co. Mention Nuga Radio and get the first month of management free. Our house is a very, very, very fine house, and they'll make sure and take care of your house. Um, I know now. I remember what I was going to say is that I, I often, um, I often get onto people or get onto you know things I see on Twitter or whatever of, of people who cannot get their emotions under control, um, uh, that are reckless on social media that have to respond to everything they see every time they have no self-control. I pride myself on having self-control and I'm struggling with it today. I get on I get on social media when I see somebody blowing me up over something and generally speaking I don't I, I look at Twitter less than I ever have. I look at Facebook as little as I ever have. Um I usually have some some cool off time before I respond, and often I'll I'll do the social media test. Um, show me that you can have some self control, and don't respond. You can't do it, but prove me wrong. Something along those lines on on social media, and and I and I'll and I'll, I'll type it out just very. Uh, calmly and without any kind of capitalization or any kind of emojis or any kind of triggers. Just, hey, show me that you can show some self-control and don't respond to this. Or respond to it respectfully and just say, you know, this conversation is over. And most people always, every time, fail the test. It's just kind of become a thing. I think it's funny. Hey, prove to me you can't, because I don't, I don't care about a Twitter interaction. I mean, I don't care. You can't troll me. You can't do it. I won't interact. I'll just play the social media test and then watch you fail it, and you'll do all, 
you'll create all the uh, the enjoyment, which is you know not real enjoyment, but the little amount that I get, the speck of enjoyment I'll get, you'll create it for me. It happens all the time. And I'm failing my own test right now. Brian, show some self-control and don't be you for a minute. Stop being you for just how many minutes are left in this show? About 20 total on-air minutes. Don't be you for a minute. And I'm failing it miserably. And I don't I don't literally mean I want the Second Amendment abolished. I don't literally mean that. I don't want to say guns are outlawed. That's the simple, easy way out. That's the Twitter troll. And I did it last segment. That's the Twitter troll. I'll take all your guns. But amendments are there for a reason to be amended. And I just don't know how many more times I can sit here and listen to these headlines. And I don't feel it. Now, I haven't been online much, and I've only been here for an hour and a half. I don't feel like it, it, that anybody cares. The Atlanta thing was just three, four weeks ago. The, the, the Colorado thing was exactly one week later. And here we are about two weeks after that. I mean, there's only so much that, that we can take. I, and I get it. If you don't care, if it's not top of, of mind to you today, you're not a bad person. Like I told you, if a, shirt, a church gets shot up, I think about it for a few minutes and I move along. A school, that gets us all a little bit because they're children. But I don't have kids. I don't go to schools. I'm not going to die in a school. Wherever else it might be that I'd have no connection with. But I know people that work at FedEx. I work right next to the damn place. I work with crazy people. I know people who I that are definitely mentally unstable. And so often when you see these 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 shootings, the day after, the night of, whoever, the man on the street interview, which you know, I I, I just get down on the media business more and more as I get older and watch these numb nuts do what they do. But they, you know, they talk to people, "Oh, I'd never I'd never expect that. You'd never think that from somebody like that." You know how many people I know that if they shot up the world tomorrow and you asked me the next day, could you see that coming? They're like, yeah, the guy's insane. The guy's nuts. The guy's got all kinds of issues. Who couldn't see this coming? You never see the person that says, yes, this person was off their meds. Their mind was in the gutter. Of course this happened. And I know that's not the way you ever would respond out of emotion and shock. But yeah, there's there's mental illness is, is a thing that virtually quite quite literally everybody deals with. Luckily the stigma's coming off of it where we can talk about it now. I'm mentally destroyed sometimes. We all are. If you're not, then you're then then you're another kind of diagnosable clinical something or other. So this is easy access to guns. Now, hey, hey no pro. Hey, let, and while this is happening, the state of Tennessee says, "Okay, fine. Let's make it easier to carry a gun around and not have permits for it. Have it on your hip and make people feel uncomfortable, and make it that much easier and that much more emboldened." 
Because we're a bunch of dummies in this country. We're a bunch of dumb, dumb, dumb people. And we and and the example, the leadership that is there is 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 paid attention to. Words matter. Actions matter. Yeah, hey, you don't need a permit. That's an infringement on your rights, boy. Bubba, you don't need to get a permit. That's infringement on your rights. This is America. We're free. We're a free country. Second Amendment, baby. You can carry your gun anywhere you go. And I just, it's, 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 it's mind-boggling. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not putting on a show here. This isn't a character. I'm not playing the part. This isn't just my script. So, if you haven't heard, eight or nine dead in Indianapolis at a FedEx facility. Don't. What was the motive? Don't care the motive. This isn't a crime drama television show. We don't need to get to the bottom of the plot. I don't need a beginning, middle, and end to this. I'm not looking for the crescendo of the hour of entertainment, which is all America's become. The political entertainment industry and and I, the, the crime drama industry and the sex trafficking industry and the drug trade industry. It's all just entertainment for us. I know, and it's not entertaining me. I don't like the damn show at all. I want it turned off. I want it canceled. I want that show. I want that show gone. I'm tired of watching that same stupid television show. I don't care what the dude's motive is. I don't care where he came from. I don't care if he's American or Muslim. I don't care if he considered it a hate crime or what. I'm tired of the damn show. I don't want to see it anymore. This is Nuga Radio 92.7. Stone on Aaron. It's a podcast. It's a radio show. My thoughts do not represent anybody else in the world. They're just mine. At Stone on Air, <clears throat> excuse me, at Stone on Air and all social media. So I'll try to get here to the point of the segment to begin with, as I have about three and a half minutes or so before we wrap this thing up. Because I got a I, um, we have anybody online, Keon? Should I take that? No, I think uh, I think we're good. Okay, good. Um, I got a, a thing in the mail from Marty Haynes, Hamley County Assessor of Property, and I, I am I'm a homeowner. Now I don't really own it; the bank owns it. But I'm an American Dream living guy, right? So I pay a bunch of money to the bank every month to have a have a home, and I have since 2007. And I love where I live. It's become I become the old person. I remember years ago, somebody in something in a radio show we were doing. It was an older lady I was talking to, and I think it was one of those like questionnaires. She said, "What's my favorite place?" And she said, "My home, my home is my favorite place to be." And I thought, "What the hell kind of lame person is this? Your favorite place to be is it your house? I, I, I want to get out of my house every day." I've turned into that person. I'm the old guy that loves to go home. And the pandemic has made that even more. But so I get this um, this in the mail from Hamilton County Assessor of Property. This says, the current appraisal of my house is 173700 So just shy of $174,000. <clears> That's a huge, 
huge number. Now, I, I, I could spend way too long. I don't have time to tell you where I live and how the, the demographics around are and any of that. I'm just telling you, from what I know, that's a lot of money. And this is the best, the only um, thing you need to know to understand that is that the, the previous appraisal was 129000 That's a $44,000 difference. And I, I've read that these, I'm going to read something here. Uh, I'll probably have to wait till next segment to do it. Uh, people were talking about it on, on Facebook, and I, I copy and paste a email that was sent out to residents of the south side in downtown Chattanooga. People who were concerned about, hey, these appraisals are, are through the roof because they do this every four years. So everybody who owns property got this same thing in the, in the mail in the, in the county, uh, in Hamilton County. So in four years, my property has increased $44,000? That's not possible. That's not real. And also, first of all, nobody's been to my house. Nobody's come and appraised and inspected it. Marty Haynes, who is the Hamblin County Assessor, I don't know the guy. He's never been to my house. How does he know that my house is now worth $173,000? He doesn't know. It's made up. It's a fake number. It doesn't mean anything. There's not a single person in the world that's going to come to my house and give me close to $200,000 for my house. The place is falling apart. (laughs) The place is a mess. This is to increase tax revenue without actually increasing tax revenue that's what they're doing and i don't remember seeing this before this kind of jump and i'll read this email that was sent out to residents of the south side from people who are having the same conversation on facebook over the last couple of days sorry to be all over the place today the best made plans often get crumpled up like this piece of paper and thrown in the garbage happy friday if you can I'm Brian. He's Keon. It's Nougat Radio 92.7, the flagship for Star on Air. We'll be right back. The Treasury Department does plan to extend the tax filing deadline by one month from April 15th to May 15th. This comes as the agency faced growing pressure from both Democrats and Republicans to give people a little more breathing room to file their taxes in the middle of a very complicated financial year and also allow the agency some time to implement President Biden's American Rescue Plan So Americans will now have more time to file their taxes. The deadline now, May 15th. My tax refund is here. I'm going to buy us something we've always wanted. Oh, my God, it's better than I thought. An Audi. I'm getting a car. Uh, Peter, there's a T in there. That that says audit. No, Brian, it's a foreign car. The T is silent. Sweet, I'm getting an Audi. Well, I just have a few questions about your return. Well, Mr. Griffin, you don't owe any additional money, but unfortunately, you're not entitled to a refund. Ah! It's a write-off for that. How is it a write-off? They just write it off. Write it off what? Jerry, all these big companies, they write off everything. You don't even know what a write-off is. Ah, uh, yes, more fun and games. 
Snooger Radio 92.7, the flagship of the Stone on Air podcast. I'm Brian. He's Keon. He's got about 10 minutes left with you here. This is uh, one of my faves from uh, Weisberg Panic, Papa Johnny's Road from the album Ball, which was released 18 years ago, like yesterday or the day before that, this week anyway, 18 years ago. And it's not the best Widespread Panic album, but it's the first album that this band released once I fully knew who they were. Don't Tell the Band was out once I realized who they were, or, or, or after I realized who they were. Their, their best album, in my mind, Till the Medicine Takes, a couple years before that. But this is the first record that was released when they were now my new favorite band and I couldn't wait for the new album. So when the new album was released, it was like, gimme, 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 gimme. And so it's one of my my favorite records by them. It's one of my most memorable records by them, but it's certainly not their best. Reminded me to tell you about the Hemp House. Thanks to Dwayne and Casey, they are the CBD experts in the city of Chattanooga. Tinctures, bombs, oils, lotions, pet products. Three locations in town, North Shore, East Ridge, and now in Ultawa. They do curbside service still. If you want to get delivery, you can check with them on that as well. 771-HEMP. 771-HEMP. 4367 Hemp House Chat with Two T's dot com. I got a real good mind to beat you senseless. All right, so let's see. What do I want to do here? Um, I've been kind of all over the place today. Uh, the shooting in Indianapolis at the FedEx facility has uh, bothered me. I was going to spend this uh, this segment talking about tax season, as yesterday was the fifteenth, and we have or they whoever they is have extended it to May fifteenth. And I was going to do a whole. A whole spiel on that. I, I don't. I don't have the energy for it. Uh, file your taxes. Get your tax returns. You know, do whatever the hell you got to do. Uh, the main thing that I did want to try to stick with a little bit today is this uh, assessment of property that I got. That my that my home is worth one hundred and seventy three, one hundred seventy four rounded up thousand dollars. They ain't a damn person that's going to pay one hundred seventy four thousand dollars for my house. It's just not going to happen. Uh, I could get probably, I'm making up numbers here, but 120, you know, it, it would be, it would be kind of a fixer upper kind of thing. I've, I've lived in my home for 2007, what's that math? 14 years. And I've kind of lived there like a renter. Like I haven't, I haven't, I, I don't trash the place. I, I, I keep it up clean anyway, but I haven't fixed a lot of the things that need to be fixed. 
And um, I plan on it once I run into some money, whenever the hell that is going to happen, I don't know. But nobody's going to pay me any amount of money that that comes close to $174,000. And I've done a lot of things to the house that are customized to my liking. A realtor would look at my home and and scream and, and just it would be a nightmare to them. Because I don't do the kitchen and bathroom and living rooms and the garage like somebody who would want to ever resell this place. I make it customized to my ridiculous tastes. And that's what makes it a great place to be. That's why I love it so much. That's why I love going home. That's why I love being at my home because it's customized to my exact, I'd like to think, eclectic, kind of odd overall decor and uh, environment. So my point is $174,000 is, to me, it's just got to be a way to increase the taxes that I'm going to have to pay. At first, when I got this notice, I thought, oh, hell yeah, 174000 man. I'm living rich over here. I bought it at around one twenty. I mean, the bank still owns it, but you know what I mean. I was around one twenty. That's $54,000 more. That's great. Well, no, it's not great, dummy. That just means it doesn't mean anything. That just means they're going to put you in a higher tax bracket. You're going to have to pay higher taxes. I saw a bunch of people talking about this on, uh, on Facebook, and that's what made me want to do the segment. This is an email that was sent out to people on the south side from Chris Anderson, who used to be in the city council. It says the assessments are done by the Hamilton County Assessor of Property every four, year, every four years by state statute. This year appears to have the highest appraisal increase countywide, due in part to the severe shortage of available housing and the rising price of home sales. The assessor reassesses entire areas and neighborhoods at one time. But not all houses would necessarily have the same increase in value. If you feel your home has been unreasonably assessed, there is an appeals process. The Hamilton County Board of Equalization, three members appointed by Hamilton County and two members appointed by the city of Chattanooga, meets monthly and handles all appeals of property appraisals. You can find the application here. There's the link. Your appraisal will affect your next city and county property tax bills. But please remember that neither the city council nor the Hamilton County Commission has approved a tax increase. It will 100% be due to the increased appraisal as tax rates have remained the same. That's exactly what this is. The percentages are through the roof of appraisals across the city, across the county, to to raise taxes without actually raising taxes. This is a scam. It's, to me, borderline criminal. You can't appraise a property, I don't think, you shouldn't anyway, that you don't know anything about that you haven't actually inspected. There's a thing on TikTok to the point of ad nauseum, a trend, something that says, Tell me you're a liberal without telling me you're a liberal. And then they'll you know, show a little clip of something that would you know, be funny or whatever. Tell me you hate guns without telling me you hate guns. That kind of thing. Just I'm making those up as I go along. This is tell me how you raise taxes without actually raising taxes. This is a nice little scam. 
The WWTA figured this out a long time ago, a way to make money without actually having to do anything. Wastewater, they just charge you for what the, the water you come into your house, they charge you that amount for the water that goes out. Whether you water a garden, fill up a pool, whatever, doesn't matter. You're charged for it. Nice little scam they've been doing for a long time. And now the assessor of property has this incredibly well-designed scam to raise property values artificially all across the county to raise your tax bracket. And that's all done through the mortgage and the escrow and all that. So I'll never I'll never have to sit down and, and actually do anything. And I say they know that. They know that you'll see this. You'll, at first, if you're a dummy like me and doesn't think about taxes, taxes, you think, damn, man, I own something that's worth $174,000. No, idiot. You don't own anything. The bank owns it, first of all. Second of all, it doesn't matter. Are you trying to sell? No, then who cares what the property's worth? Oh, I'll tell you who cares. The assessor of property cares. And from, I, according to that email I just read to you that, that I saw from Monica Kenzie, who I trust, who knows what she's doing, formerly of the Track 29, and then she's still, you know, her and Adam run the, the choo-choo. According to that, that, that email, Numbers are through the roof on these assessments. And, and according to that, it's every four years. So four years ago, my property was worth 129 and now it's worth 174. I promise you, four years ago, my house was, a, was, was in better shape than it is now. Did the property value fluctuate up? Probably. Did it fluctuate up $44,000? No. No, it didn't. So... Strategically, that's been put into a different tax bracket, probably, I guess. I don't know. And they're expecting me to do what everybody else will also probably do. Forget about it, and then it'll be adjusted within your mortgage company or escrow, and then that'll be it. So I keep your eye out for that. And, uh, you know, I don't even care about that right now. I don't know. I don't know what to care about. More shootings every day. I'm so damn tired of it. Sorry for a jumbled up show that just didn't have a real direction. And sorry for being me. I can't not be me sometimes. Thank you, Keon. He'll lighten, loosen things up for the next hour. And we'll do it again on Monday. Stone on Air on 92.7. See you. Bye.